Hello, Emmy fans. Uh, the Emmy nominations are coming up in uh, uh, before long on July 16th, and now is the time to panic over our predictions uh, for who will get in, who will not get in. I'm Daniel Montgomery, senior editor with Gold Derby, here with my fellow senior editor, Joyce Eng, and we are going through our predictions, and I've got to say the first one that I'm panicking about somewhat is uh, I'm going out on a limb for Rami Youssef for Best Comedy Actor for a nomination for Rami on Hulu. Uh, Joyce, you don't have Rami Youssef predicted. Uh, first of all, start with who are your six? My six are Bill Hader for Barry, Michael Douglas for Convincing Method, Ted Danson, Good Place, Don Cheadle, Black Monday, Ricky Gervais, Afterlife, and Jim Carrey, Kidding. Okay. And How many as, are we matching? Yes. As I can see from that list of yours, we are five out of six okay. in agreement. Um, our difference is, of course, I have Rami Youssef, and you have Ricky Gervais. So why do you think it'll be Ricky Gervais and not Rami Because Youssef he's won this brothers? before, and he got in for Derek. <laughs> Very true. That's really, like, mostly it. Like, he has the most data out of, like, all these people in like the bottom like half like of the top 10 who could get in um I, I think Rami has an outside chance um because he definitely fits that like young auteur type that they really like um especially when like they they feel like they can't award the show itself for series then they kind of nominate or give a writing award to these people because, um, you know, we've seen that with both, like, Aziz Ansari and Louis C.K. in the past. So I think he can get in, but I, I don't know. I think, like, if the critics are definitely aboard with him, but I don't know if, like, the hype within the industry is there as well. But I understand why you have him in there. <laughs> and I understand why you have Ricky Gervais. Um, and, you know, for me, what you said about Aziz Ansari, uh, Louis C.K., and not just them, but also Lena Dunham, mm -hmm. Tina Fey, all these actors and writers who uh, get nominations for shows that they sort of mastermind from the beginning, I really think that has potency, and I think the fact that the critical acclaim for the show was so strong helps him, especially in a field that I'm just generally not sure about at all. Uh, like, we have a lot of... Uh, of, of actors in this race who are like huge A-list stars. Uh, but I don't know if their shows have the buzz. Sometimes people get in on name recognition. Sometimes, uh, you know, voters just, you know, there's a show they just don't watch, they don't care about, they don't notice. And this so... category is both exciting yet boring. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are so many possibilities, but it also feels like it's just like a handful of people who will end up on the ballot, you know? Um, I, I still feel very strongly that like Bill and Michael Douglas and Ted Danson will get in, and I think there's like any type of like combination for like the other three spots. Yeah, there's any like those are my like I don't I will not be surprised if like Don Cheadle, Ricky, and Jim do not get in at all, and, and it's like Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. Or something. I can and I can see Sasha and Baron Anthony Cohen. Anderson staying in, you know. Uh, I can see Anthony Anderson staying in. He was nominated last year in the last few. I could see Jim Parsons coming back. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think if I had to choose a seventh spot, it yeah. would probably be Jim Parsons right now. I don't think he can win. He'll get the record if he wins. Yeah, I don't... But like, he's yeah. been out for five years. He hasn't been nominated since he won five years ago, and they seem to be over it, but he... Like, this, the show ended this year, and he has a good submission with the finale. He, he, he gives a speech in the episode, so it's very moving and very nice. So it could be a nice farewell hug for him, but... Yeah, I, I think he's in, like, 7th and 8th right now, so. 
Yeah, I th there's a lot of goodwill for him just generally. Um, and so even if the, the voters are over sort of Big Bang Theory in the larger sense, I could see him getting one of like two or three nominations and for the show for its final year. Get into directing. It will <laughs> definitely get into uh, comedy directing and explain to our Because of why. the proportional rule where uh, there needs to be at least one multicam in directing uh, since there's so many single camera comedies now. So, and last year was the first time this rule was enacted and Big Bang got in. They actually forgot to put it in <laughs> when the nominations were announced and then they're like, oops, like here's the seventh nominee and it was Big Bang. So they'll get in this year for the finale. So that's Best Comedy Actor. We're both differing a little bit. Um, where is there a category where you are a little bit, um, I'm not going to say off the rails, but maybe out of, <laughs> out of the uh, uh, mainstream? Um, well, I know you have four Game of Thrones actresses in supporting, right? I do. I, I, I yeah. do. Okay, and, and explain which two. And um, I have the two that everyone has, Maisie <laughs> and Lena. <laughs> yeah, so. that's, uh, that's, yeah, those are pretty much, um, it feels like the consensus choice. They're the only two of the four submitted who have gotten in before. Uh, Maisie's been nominated once before. Lena Headey's been nominated four times before. Um, so they both feel like the safest bets of that cast. So why don't you think they're going to get nominated? Actually, first... Tell us who your six are in that category. and then uh, Those two, Julia Garner, Ozark, uh, Rhea Seahorn, Better Call Saul, Keely Hall's Bodyguard, and Susan Kelechi Watson for This Is Us. I'm not very confident on the last two. <laughs> so, actually, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not even that confident on Rhea. I just kind of really want her to get in. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that confident on many of mine yeah. either. Um, and which, that's why you have four Game of Thrones. And that's why I have four Game <laughs> I'm playing the odds here. I... I even if not all of them get in, if two or three of them get in, I feel like I've got my bases covered. Um, we actually differ quite a lot in this category. Oh, well, yeah, because you have um, <laughs> Well, not, but that, surprisingly, it's not just that. Um, I've got, uh, we agree on Julia Garner. Um, uh, do we have her, both have her in number one? Yes, we do. Yeah, we both have her mm -hmm. number one. Uh, then Lena, then Maisie, then Gwendolyn Christie for Game of Thrones, then Sophie Turner for Game of Thrones. And my last one right now, um, is actually uh, Fiona Shaw with Killing Eve. And if oh. that show... It, it, I'm going on the logic that if that show has a big boost in, in enthusiasm and, and support this season, what we often see is that uh, voters will often recognize the lead actor, like Sandra Oh last year, uh, in a first year, and then it'll take them a year or two to catch on to the supporting cast. And so if Killing Eve blows up this year, I can see it expanding in for Fiona Shaw. But again, not confident in that one. I have had Rhea Seahorn in my top six at many times. I may again soon. Um, I may, uh, you know, put in Susan Kelechi Watson, even though This Is Us uh, doesn't know how much, I don't know how much Academy support there still will be yeah, in its I, third I year. Yeah, but I feel like last year Chrissy Metz dropping out was more because of the competition and less on her. Because it still won an acting award last year. Yeah, and Jones, yeah, and they won SAG for a second year in a row. And the the majority of their nominations across all categories yeah, have exactly. been for acting. I think They've gotten 11, eleven nominations out of, out of, 18. Out of seven. Yeah. yeah, out of eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did have one rescinded, but it was not an acting award, yeah, so they still have a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, acting nominations. So I do think that support is going to be there. I think we'll see like Sterling get back in. I think we'll see uh, maybe even Milo. Um, and in guests, but I'm not sure it's going to have it in supporting. Uh, but again, that's another one I could absolutely see happening. Um, 
I do have Gwendolyn and Sophie. We knew Sophie was going to be on the ballot when uh, uh, we reported on what HBO's submissions were going to be. Um, but we didn't know until the ballots came out that Gwendolyn Christie, uh, who plays Brienne of Tarth, is also on the ballot. She had a strong season relative to what actors had on Game of Thrones this she was season. She was the focus of the best episode of the season, yeah. too. And also she had good emotional moments, even though those moments from a story perspective... Uh, yeah. no, But no one's going to hold that against her. Yeah. She has a she, lot she of goodwill. She did what she had to do on the page. Yeah, and so I think the person that hurts the most is Sophie, who's the younger actor, who the voters don't always go for, actors who are that young. Uh, and if they're already going for Maisie, they may not also go for Sophie. Um, so if only three get in, I think it's Gwendolyn and Lena and, uh, and, uh, Maisie. And if it's only two, then it's Lena and Maisie just on, uh, I yeah. agree with that. Um, because I think it's going to be so hard for them to get four in, but I mean, I, I won't be shocked if they just are like head over heels in love with it. Um, even though not a lot of people like the final season, but you know, again, like Sophie is the only one of the main seven who's never gotten in before. And Gwendolyn's never gotten in before either, but like you said, she had the better arc this season. Like, Sophie was missing. I mean, they were both missing from episodes, but Sophie didn't really have, like, the storyline. And, like, yeah, she ended up, like, Queen of the North Sansa did, and she told her uncle to sit down. Yes. Uh, honestly, awesome. that, 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 an Emmy-worthy <laughs> clip, yeah. like, if, if Just give her an Emmy for the best, like, <laughs> one-line, like, snarky response. People <laughs> will be memeing that for as long as memes yeah. exist, much longer than people will remember Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, yeah, so I think, like, the worst news, I, I I would be predicting Sophie to get in right now if Gwendolyn hadn't submitted herself. So I think that kind of hurts them both. I mean, but again, like, you, like there's no limit to how many you can vote for. Exactly, so if, if yeah. If everyone is voting for all four, then they can all conceivably get in. Yeah, and that's the thing with uh, Emmy nominations voting is that, you know, there are only going to be six nominees or more if, you know, they fall within a certain range that the voting's close enough. There could be seven or eight. Uh, but if you're voting in the category, uh, you can check off as many names as you think are deserving. So there's no risk of vote splitting, really. Uh, yeah, so vote if you, splitting is only for winning. Yeah, when, yeah. when voting for the winning hap winner happens, uh, voters have to decide, okay, I need to pick a Game of Thrones actress. I need to pick one of you. I can only pick one of you. But if you, there are 10 Game of Thrones actors on the ballot and you think they all deserve nominations, you can vote for every single one of them in the nominations phase. So I think that's why we see a lot of multiple nominees in categories like the Modern Family Guys over the years and last year three Handmaid's Tale women got into supporting actress. So, but uh, neither, none of them won. None of them won, again, because of that yeah. vote splitting, which is why we're both picking Julia Garner yeah. to win at mm -hmm. the moment. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, is there is there anything else? One other thing you're losing sleep over the most in terms of what you have predicted and what you might be likeliest to change after we're done. I don't. There's so many like five or like you know people I have in like five or six shows I have in five or six that I'm not sure of. I, mean, um, I did just move Jared Harris to number one in my actor. In, for That's bold. Yeah. So, and I'm still trying to find room for Jarell Jerome in there, which, who I know you have. I do. I have yeah. him in my number one I, spot. I don't know who to take out yet to put him in there. Yeah, it's, that's a category with, you know, and, and we'll end on that one because that's the most uh, confounding category. It, that has seven probable nominees, but only six will get in unless yeah. the voting is close enough. I mean, I could see so. them having like eight nominees. 
like, and, and comedy supporting actress last year was that one. And it would be absolutely yeah. deserved. And it would be one of the yeah. rare cases where you could nominate and eight like, people. And, like, none in. of them are really, like, the outright favorite to win Absolutely either, not. So. Yeah, it's all over the place. Um, and all over the place is a good way to describe uh, the Emmy nominations that we'll probably, uh, we'll probably be seeing in a couple of weeks. And... Uh, all over the place, as our thought process is. <laughs> uh, we hope we've helped you um, in our or confusion, just or more. just confused you more, uh, which will help us do better in our predictions when we drop your score lower than ours. That's really what we're doing here. So, <laughs> um, so uh, with that, thank you everyone for watching and listening. Um, for Joyce and myself, uh, happy predicting. Go to goldderby.com and make your predictions now or edit them. If you've already made your predictions, you can predict right up until nominations morning, July 16th. Thank you very much.